Aging and Disease Prevention Radio is right here on Radio MD. Here's author, blogger, lecturer, and national medical media personality, Dr. Michael Smith, MD, with Healthy Talk. So is it flu season already? It seems like we're always talking about the flu and stuff, but... Uh, you know, it's important. Uh, you know, the influenza uh, does cause a lot of what we call morbidity and mortality in certain groups. So it, it is a serious infection. Uh, and my, my guest uh, has some good advice for us about how to um, recognize when you have it and ways to fight it. He is Dr. Jim Roach, and he is called America's Healer. Uh, he has a new book on his patient's spiritual near-death experiences, God's House Calls, uh, which, by the way, was number one on Amazon in four categories. But today we're going to talk with him about the flu season. Dr. Roach, welcome to Healthy Talk. Thank you for inviting me. Appreciate being on. Sure. Awesome. So let me, let's just start. Why do you think there is a flu season? Why, why does influenza infections increase from, what is it, you know, November through March? What are your well, thoughts? I don't think there's any question, but uh, vitamin D plays a substantial role in that. In the wintertime, we don't get nearly as much sunshine. Vitamin D very powerful. For one thing, vitamin D boosts testosterone 20%, and testosterone is anabolic to our bone marrow, which boosts our immune system, and really it's anabolic to our whole body, to all our organs and tissues. So that's a key factor for sure. We are indoors more and uh, in contact with other individuals. That's part of the picture as well. Yeah, good answers. I agree with everything. Good. <laughs> so we're off to a good start, <laughs> Dr. Roach. <laughs> sure. So well, let's let's do that. I think I do want to talk about, you know, what are the, the most common first signs of the flu because I know in my own experience with in the past when I was practicing medicine with patients that if you already have a fever, that might be too late. What, what are some of the things that we should be looking for for that early infection when we when natural things or even the prescription drugs have a better chance of working what are those early signs well really i find that aches are the first thing that you get you might get a, a headache and, and be surprised by the headache no particular reason to have a headache and it pops up or you might notice some just vague achiness in your back or elsewhere that that is unusual for you and, you know, oftentimes respiratory symptoms like, you know, having a little drainage in the back of your throat, a little sniffy nose, that might be 24 hours later. So you don't want to wait till that point. If you get a vague achiness and then you think about, well, uh, I was exposed to someone recently, then I'd, I'd jump on board. In fact, you know, if I have a headache, I, I get them so rarely, I will be you know, jumping on board with active management right away. And you know, Yeah, well, but, but if, somebody, if, if somebody has a lot of headaches, though, they might recognize maybe that upper respiratory stuff first, like the scratchy throat. That might be the first thing they actually recognize. So I think when you think about it, headache, achiness, upper respiratory stuff, all of that is kind of like the early phase. And and it's true, right, Dr. Roach, that that's when, whether it's natural or prescription, that's the best chance you have for preventing full-blown flu, correct? Absolutely. And, and it's my belief that, you know, within within five minutes, if you can... Uh, address those symptoms uh, quickly, uh, get started on some natural botanicals and, and some vitamins and, and minerals that are particularly helpful there, and then take a nap. Lie down, take a nap immediately. By the end of the day, your symptoms may be resolved. So it's, you can nip flu in the bud right at the start if you're aggressive yeah. with management. 
Well, Am I so, Doctor Ray, well, not always. Funny. So, I, well, you know, I, well, it's the nap part, right? You know, <laughs> I mean, I wish I could just stop work and take a nap. That would be awesome. But for for me, though, I I do that. I have some zinc on hand. I have uh, I like, um, uh, and, and we'll talk what you like. But I, I do have some andrographis, uh, which yeah. is an herb, which is a bitter herb. Uh, yeah, sure. So when I when the minute I feel achy, whatever it is at work, I start popping that stuff. Can't take the nap, but I I think you're right. The the faster we start to treat, the, the better. What now? What's run us through what most people experience with full blown flu? You know, how long does it last? When are they contagious? Not contagious? And what are some of the more serious complications? Yeah, so a typical scenario would be one week in bed and then a month to fully recover from that. And you feel miserable in the process. You don't feel like getting out of bed. One big mistake people right. make is 24 hours you know, after they start feeling better, then they'll try to go out and do an errand. Don't do that. Wait till you've been well for 24 hours because if you get out too soon, uh, you will be back in bed for two to three days. You're contagious for actually about a week after you feel like you're well. So it is important to be cautious when you're around others in that time frame. And, you know, pneumonia is the biggest concern. Taking zinc has reduced pneumonia 50%. So that's one reason zinc is so important. Uh, particularly, I use some in prevention, but, you know, I, I take it twice a day or uh, even more sometimes uh, during active infection with food. You get a little nausea if you don't take it with food. Um, but those are some of the key points. Uh, and Yeah. Let's do this. Let's break this up, Dr. Roach, into what we can do in terms of prevention so we don't even get the, the achiness to begin with, yeah. and then what you like to do when, when, when it actually is the flu. So why don't we break it up that way? Maybe sure. if you could give us three or four of your top preventative things, three or four of your top treatment things. Sure. Right. Well, first of all, nutrition. You know, plant-based, whole food, organic diet is really important. Green tea is antiviral and has anti-flu properties. You know, exercising five days a week, for example, reduced cold risk 46%. Staying spiritually grounded because stress, you know, weakens our immune system. If we don't get enough sleep at night, if you're around someone that's coughing, wear a mask, and certainly hand-washing is helpful. You know, I've done over uh, 2,000 blood levels with vitamin D for 95% of my patients, uh, 1,000 units per 30 pounds uh, as a maintenance dose is what I have, uh, find is helpful. Now, there are certain scenarios, uh, sarcoidosis, active, lo- uh, active uh, leukemia, lymphoma, you have to be a little cautious with, so get your practitioner's permission with those bigger doses. Uh, you know, elderberry, taking an elderberry pill uh, once a day uh, is very helpful during the uh, flu season. And, you know, if someone's coughing in my face, I'm going to take two elderberry lysine. Very important <laughs> right. as well uh, in terms of antiviral activity and having awareness that there are certain foods that are high in arginine that suppress your lysine. So if you start to get sniffle and aching, do not eat an apple. Do not you know, eat citrus. Do not eat uh, potatoes or nuts or chocolate or coffee because that will mm, pro- right. uh, cause the flu or a respiratory infection to get worse. Wait until after you get well to resume those normally healthy foods. Uh, probiotics, That's, another thing that we recommend no for good, everyone, yeah, you know, because flu and uh, other viruses can enter through the intestinal tract. Yeah, that's that's important, isn't it? I I don't think people, when you, again we're trying to teach Dr. Roach more and more that you know uh, the 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 general layperson that probiotics are good for the gut, but they do so much more. 
Um, maybe like maybe. So what what kind of probiotics do you like? Do you do you focus on um, you know, well, doing a nice variety of probiotics, or is there one in particular like a, that's better at fighting the food? I prefer refrigerated forms of that. I uh, twenty-five billion colonies. The one I use has twelve different strains in it. But you know, if you can have ideally at least six different strains, I think that's helpful. You know, even in kids, uh, Lactobacillus rhamnosus is particularly uh, well studied uh, bacteria that you can give you know infants or uh, young children. So uh, yeah, I personally use. Uh, product called uh, Therbiotic, but yeah, so there are lots of uh, good ones, but, you know, go with someone you trust in terms of recommendations there. Yeah, that's very important too, right? Just sticking with uh, brands that have been out there for a while and that 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 have a good reputation. So, give us a—is there a uh, a website that my listeners can go to 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 learn more about you, about the book you've written, um, and, and, yeah. and any any uh, site like that for you? Okay. Well, www.godshousecalls.com. You know, if you have uh, any—if you're open to the idea that God exists, you read my book, you'll have no doubts about the existence of God. These stories, a Hollywood writer wouldn't have been able to come up to. Uh, the MidwayCenter.com is my office in Midway. Uh, and, you know, get on board. I've got well, a six-month waiting Roach. We, we, we have to leave it there. I appreciate you coming on. You're full of great information. Good luck with all that you do. And this is Healthy Talk on Radio MD. Dr. Mike, stay well. Stay well.